all right all right all right everybody welcome back this is in liberty and health i'm super excited for the show today i did this guy's show a couple weeks maybe even like a month ago or something like that can't remember off the top of my head but uh, it was a really really good conversation so make sure you go check that out he'll give you all his links here in a little bit um what does it mean to be average today well as my guests and i are going to kind of discuss today and obviously his background and all that kind of stuff um it's really not that hard to be better than average and that's why maybe why him and myself are so optimistic about the future and why i think you know for the dating landscape political landscape you name the landscape if you're a guy out there if you're willing to put in just a little bit of effort you can get really really far so um i don't want to take up too much time in this portion of the show make sure you hit all the links below go get the world's best supplements tigerfitness.com as well as lmnt electrolytes and fox and sun's coffee use code kyle checkout they have absolutely fantastic coffee i've been drinking it all the time i usually do almost a whole pot every single morning so um yeah i guess with that let's rock and roll what is up everybody my name is kyle matovic I am the host of the In Liberty and Health podcast, where we talk all things liberty, health and wellness, and beyond. My hope is to encourage and spread the message of liberty and physical and mental well-being. I hope you enjoy all the topics we talk about with our guests. We're on all major streaming platforms, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Man, I'm doing as good as anyone can do getting buried by his 13-year-old son on leg day. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for not being on this podcast because I got to go see Metallica. So if that's a problem, kiss my ass. Oh, okay? yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Nuclear, Ca- <laughs> Nuclear Cadilla, man. How you doing, dude? Good, good, man. I'm just uh, pulling up the chat here so I can uh, participate in the chat a little bit. But, guys, yeah, it feels good. Uh, thanks for having me, man. I feel great. Yeah, dude. Well, good to hear. Um, why don't you give my guests in the uh, audience a little bit of an introduction of uh, who you are, what you do, and what you got going on? All right. Okay, guys. Well, uh, I am uh, Nuke, or which is short for Nuclear Cali, as you can see in my handle. Um, I am a former reactor operator for the United States Navy. Uh, I am of Dominican heritage, uh, so my parents are Dominican. I... Um, I'm in my mid thirties and uh, I stumbled upon red pill and dating stuff. And when I was uh, 23 or 24, 23, 24, um, and it's been 10 years of learning about intersexual dynamics. I applied it to my life and um, I'm here to share my lessons over the past decade and hopefully it'll help my viewers too. So that's who I am. Nice man. Nice. Well, um, what kind of prompted you to get into the military and how was um being in the military kind of complementary to um becoming red pill um i feel like there's probably a lot of like nuggets and times in the military oh, boy. I think you and I, yeah, yeah i think you and i talked about a little bit on your show where no. um i think a lot of guys probably aren't ready for some of the stuff they're going to see specifically from women but i mean even beyond that um well first off i wanted to get into the military first because the job market didn't look good for people that weren't didn't have really good set of skills um i wanted to leave home become independent and do my own thing and i wanted a bright future and i so i joined the nuclear program very difficult program i don't know how i got in but i got in i worked really hard i found out that i wasn't as smart as i thought i was so i got humbled a lot um Mm -hmm. and also i learned that uh you got to put in work for the things you want in life you know you you sometimes you don't have the discipline within you so you have to 
kind of rely on an outside entity to kind of whip you into shape. And that was the military for me. So it kind of made me believe in myself that I had the discipline within me. So I got in shape in the military, put on a whole bunch of muscle. I got, you know, I learned how to study, how to learn. I learned how to, you know, structure all that stuff, a lot of good stuff, but also, you know, in the military, you learn a lot of lessons, the bad, the bad way. So luckily I didn't get married in the military. Thank God. Um, I know a lot of guys that I know Paul from come on man podcast. He, he did that um, really fast. A lot of guys do within like, a month in the military, they're already scoping out their wife, you know. Uh, so luckily I didn't do that. But I did get to see uh, a lot of my friends um, go through the ringer in terms of like their rela- personal relationships and dealing with women also within the military and all that stuff. And I tell you, like every day was a lesson um, in terms of this stuff. Being a nuke, uh, you don't really have a lot of free time, so that which is kind of good in terms of people. It's less time to get in trouble, less time to think about things. But also, like you don't have the 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 sadness and depression rate in, in the nuclear navy is like the highest. Um, so there was a lot of like times where I would go to work and I'd ask, "Hey, we're so and so." They're like, "Oh, they're in a mental hospital. They're gone," and I would never see them again. Or they would come back six months later to get their things because they were in a mental hospital and recovering because their mind broke. So I tend to take this mental health red pill stuff very seriously because I see the other side, right? Everyone gets on these podcasts and talks about uh, incel this, marriage that, guys are pathetic, whatever. You know, everyone is very like likes to punch down on on guys. But I I've had to live with guys who are at at the end. You know, it's really easy to to like talk about the unaliving rates and the sadness and depression in young men. But when you have to live with these guys and you have to convince them to do their job when they're on their last kind of like you know it could be any day now. You you know I've had friends that or I have coworkers that were put on um. S word. I'm not. I don't. I don't know if I can say the word, but like S word. Watch. You know, oh, you have to follow them all the way to the bathroom, even to the, to, to use the bathroom. You have to follow them, right? And watch them pee and watch them poop. Since since because they their mind broke, right? And that's why I kind of get a little passionate about this stuff because a lot of these guys never had that kind of like older brother kind of figure in their life. You know, to tell them, hey, man, it's going to be OK to do this or, hey, this is this is what this is. You know, they just kind of they just kind of, you know, join the military with no kind of guidance and stuff. So I take it seriously. So I learned a lot of lessons. I mean, I could tell you the number one lesson I learned, uh, Kyle, uh, or the number one story that kind of like said, hey, you need to learn this, these concepts or. I'll... So I, and I told this story to Jack earlier today, as a matter of fact, and I said. I told them, you know, aircraft carriers are really big so that we can receive packages. Um, you know, planes land on the on the on the top of the carrier and they drop off packages. Like sometimes you'll get your your stuff from bodybuilding.com, from Amazon, and you know, your loved ones will send you packages, right? So back in 2018, I was doing my thing and I had I had been talking to three girls, right? Just normal single guy stuff. One of them I had never met, but was friends with my brother, and she uh, we I talked to her on Facebook and I you know like, hey you're cute like what's your what's up with you you know you know my brother like what's going on and she, she's like oh you know like this this and that and then we kind of hit it off through text through fa- the Facebook days when we used to hit up girls through Facebook oh yeah <laughs> I don't know if you remember those days but um and then she's she she I I told these girls these three girls one of them was like a single mom that was really cool though mm-hmm. um another one was a girl that I hooked up with back home in Puerto Rico um 
And another one was the girl that, you know, my brother had introduced us online. Um, and then from time to time on these deployments, I was in the Arctic Circle at the time. They would send me boxes of stuff. You know, girl number one would send me a letter. Girl number two would send me some treats, some candy. And girl number three would send me her graduation pictures and some coffee and all that stuff. So, you know, people see that and they're like, oh, this guy, you know, this guy is he, he's kind of a womanizer and all that stuff. You know, and I'm, and I'm like, OK. And I tr- I didn't. I didn't, um, which I regret. I didn't hide it. I just look, look, guys, look at all the gifts I'm getting, right? But there were guys that were in the military for 15 years, sacrificing everything for their family, you know, tired, deployment after deployment, um, and they didn't get anything, right? And that's when I like, hey, I really got to learn this intersexual dynamics red pill stuff because if I don't, I'll end up sacrificing the entirety of my life to make sure my children and my wife are okay. And I'll get zero appreciation and who knows what they're doing over there. Right. Meanwhile, some single dude, you know, on a ship is getting several boxes just because, you know, so I I really had to like, okay, I really got to learn this stuff because if I don't, I'll end up like that guy, you know, and that was my boss. But like, I loved him, but like, I just saw him like, dude, like, man, it's, I know you didn't ask anything from your wife, but your wife should be like trying to, you know, she should be sending you letters like every week, you know? You know what I'm saying? It's your wife, the love of your life. But, you know, that's like the biggest lesson. Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. Um, one thing that I kind of wanted to piggyback on there was uh, how you mentioned that you were very busy as a nuclear operator. And um, I have to imagine that the low unaliving rates were probably from the fact that, like, you were so busy that you didn't have time to sit down and ponder the fact that, like, hey, my family's there without me right now. Um, you know, you had so much as generic and as Jordan Peterson esque as it may sound, you had purpose, right? Because you had to make mm-hmm. sure whatever your responsibilities were were handled at all times. Because uh, yeah. I'm guessing the nuclear reactors probably were no joke. I mean, yeah, there's, no, hears- there's no space for for mistakes. No, no, right. So I mean, when you have an, a job that's like that attentive then you don't have any other choice but to be on top of it at all times. And I mean, I know this personally from being a technician for 10 years, whenever we're busy as hell and I'm constantly pulling a car in and out, and then let's say I'm the lead tech for the day, which happens sometimes. Um, it just depends if one of the other guys is off um, and I'm dispatching, then it's like, I have no time to think about anything other than like the cars that are getting handed to me, the cars I'm working on and the cars I have to give to the other guys in the shop to make sure they're taken care of. So yeah, you're in a flow state the whole day, you know, like you exactly. got, you're, you're like apart from whatever, you're, you're not being distracted by anything. So yeah, no, we're not uh, busy on a uh, Twitter wars. And I know that it's very, very entertaining <laughs> from yeah. time to time. And, and but... it definitely is uh a, a good way to develop a following but um oh you know what i forgot i wanted to tell you this off air but i figured i'll just tell it to you on air those uh mostly peaceful latinas right yeah, i kind of went back and my... forth of them <laughs> yeah you said they blocked you at random i want to say oh yeah no, no i sent it over to you but uh yeah they randomly followed me nothing was going on and i'm just like <laughs> oh i had to double check and make sure it's their real profile but i'm like oh they're real <laughs> all right man yeah, yeah. they just they're can't real. get enough man yeah <laughs> they're... well the thing is like it's it's just the complex of political like we were talking about rule zero um, mm-hmm. um, with, you know, Rolo, Ryan, all the guys that you you got, you guys have interviewed. Um, yeah. What we were talking about is like, I said that like the, the women will be the ones to drive this election. Yes. They'll be at the forefront. Right. Because mm-hmm. us guys, we don't care anymore. Right. Yeah. Like we're dealing with inflation. We're dealing with women problems. We're dealing with our, you know, we ha- we're, we're worried about the infrastructure society. Right. right like you're you're you uh you are a mechanic correct if i'm not yeah. mistaken yeah. 
So you're dealing with the infrastructure of society. You're also dealing with the business. You're also dealing with your own problems. Uh, you're married, correct? Yeah. I'm sure your marriage is going great. But like is, yeah. you still like there's there's a lot of things. And it's, it, you know, politics is a very interesting subject, especially if you're well read. Um, yeah. Because a lot of people are into politics, but they don't read. So they just, you know, they just say whatever. I'm like, Dude, have you read about this? Like. There's yeah, YouTube videos about ignorance. Yeah, exactly. Like there's plenty of YouTube videos about literally the history of everything, which you mm -hmm. can learn about in 10 minutes. But you you sound like you didn't even do that. But the women seem to be like, this is their entertainment now to mm -hmm. to kind of stand in front of this storm of what's going to happen in 2024 and try to get as much attention and clout. Right. And, I, you know, yep. I can go down the list like um, we have the, the cake girl who just wants to bake <laughs> cakes yeah. and. Just and to. yeah, and that's like for guys that are red pill to understand that's the plausible deniability. It's like I'm mm -hmm. just baking a cake. I'm not trying to get male attention, and that's the basis of every TikTok challenge. It's like, oh, it's a challenge. <laughs> Everyone's doing it, so I'm doing it too, and that's plausible deniability. And the guy that's game aware and red pill aware is going to use that to his advantage, which is the same reason we say, hey, you want to come upstairs? Uh, I'll play piano for you, or I'll make you some drinks, or I'll show you the view. Same thing. They just women need a reason, guys need a place. Right. And that's always been like that. And any guy that understands women understands that why she did that. It isn't because she just wanted to bake a cake. Come on. Like, we're not stupid. Like, stop with the gaslighting. We're not dumb. Then you have the Morgan Ariel chick. I don't know what she's about. She's a reformed Christian girl, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. And now and now she got booted from TPUSA. And because she spoke bad about the, you know what, um, and they kicked her out. And, you know, the, the list goes on. Right. And I'm not saying like to me what what's going on is that they're just they're like they're they're they want to get in the middle of it. They want to jump in and get, you know, and who can blame them it's, it, to them? It's exciting. You know, it's like 2016 all over again. But for women, you know. Yeah. Well, it's it's very interesting because like as a guy. I see the way that guys look at other women who are political. And I mean, that's like, you know, pitching a tent instantly. Like they can't wait to have all their political beliefs reaffirmed by women. Because mm -hmm. and once again, you're everybody invests their ego into their beliefs. Like I'm not exempt right. from it, but like what you should do is you should be able to critically analyze the things that you have a bias towards and be able to assess when like either you're going astray or if maybe like you're if there's new information you should be able to update your beliefs right well if you're a dude and you see a woman who you know if you're a trump supporter and you see another woman who supports trump you're like oh well then i must be doing something right right and, yeah know, yeah there, this is all over the place like how many people do you see saying oh i left the left well once again it's a lucrative grift not only for men but for women to say right. that, like hey i firmly support trump now because this is going to get me all the eyes and attention so you know what are yeah. all the conservative thoughts doing they're all saying no oh, i support trump and i'm a conservative so once again i'm going to bake a cake i'm do all these trad wife things but you know, the focus is right here <laughs> yeah for those exactly. listening it's it's your chest <laughs> yeah and 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 then um you know i was like oh and then they shame the guys that call them out right right but but that's because we see right through it and then they get mad and then mm -hmm. you know like rollo retweeted her got a couple thousand likes i retweeted her got like three two thousand five hundred likes <laughs> right and all i said all i did was like four all i did was four images image one was um, I'm not an OnlyFans girl. I'm going to be someone's wife and mother one day. Panel two was um, something, something Christian men step up or something. Panel three was, um, what was panel three, man? Uh, 
panel three was something about um you know shaming women or something about oh, for yeah, not yeah. being and then panel four was the cake mm-hmm. <laughs> the cake somewhere in that picture was a cake i guess mm-hmm. and all i put was a cross as the comment like cross like a a you know jesus cross and three two thousand five hundred likes right and you know she went ahead and doxed rollo's daughter because rollo called her out and roller doesn't call people out to make them feel bad he calls them out because he wants guys to kind of like wake up you know like this well, is... yeah and, and s- smell the bullshit yeah and that's what we need now like i don't think i don't think the country's gonna be worse off if guys start smelling bullshit right mm-hmm. stop thinking with their heart and their dicks and start thinking with this you know maybe the country would be better off if a girl if it's an election year and girls are pretending to do be trad but also being sexy that's okay the problem is that they're telling you what to do with your sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know, if she's telling you, I'm not going to do OnlyFans, I'm going to be someone's wife and mother one day, she's posturing purity. She's saying, I'm a pure woman. I wouldn't do that. But her brand and her behavior online does not reflect that. The minute she gets called out, she decides to attack another woman mm-hmm. who is, you know, a innocent woman that has nothing to do with anything right. and put her all over the internet so all the creeps can and there were creeps because her oh, followers yeah. some of her followers are creeps right every woman that has lots of followers has creepy followers um shot of a doubt yeah and they were saying creepy things now i don't have kids i don't know if you have kids but yeah. and my best friend he has two he has two daughters right mm-hmm. and um i would say that if I were in a, ever in a position where someone took pictures of my kid, even if they're adults, to try to use them in a nefarious way to try to hurt hurt my feelings online, mm-hmm. you know, then it's game on. Like it, it's legal action. If I can legal action, or if anything, I'm going to try to get you to destroy your reputation because it's game on. It like the gloves are off, right? And that's what that's what these like a lot of women who get into this space don't understand that Twitter or what formerly Twitter X and YouTube and all this stuff. It's a free market of ideas. As long as you don't violate the TOS, right? It's a Mm -hmm. free market of ideas, right? If you can't handle the kitchen, then stay out. You know, that's the same thing with most peaceful Latinas where they're, they're bobbleheads. They just say, they just say what's cool or what's, you know, their people's brand needs to be a little less predictable, right? Like they hate, they hate fresh and fit. Okay. We get it. You're a woman. You're supposed to hate fresh and fit. You're supposed to (laughs) like, that's what it is. Because if you didn't hate fresh and fit, you'd have no female followers, right? You support Trump. You're supposed to support Trump because that's your, Mm -hmm. like, we know you do. right? Right. But here's the problem, right? When you challenge people like that and you know, like I know how to mess with people online It's part It's one of my skills um, I just throw a hook out. If they if they bite, I'm going to start, you know, reeling you in. Yeah. And I did, and you did too. I guess I didn't see it because I'm blocked. <laughs> but <laughs> here, here's a problem: it always yeah. ends up in ad hominem attacks. And the, right. the sad part is that the most amount of racist comments I've ever gotten on anywhere in my life have been traditional women and political women. Every time, <laughs> like, and they called me like, "Hey, this is exactly what I would expect from a brown Latino." And I'm like, "My mom is your skin color." As a matter of fact, my mom is whiter than you. Like, you don't know anything about Latin America. Like, Dominican Republic, we're all the colors. Puerto Rico is all the colors. You know, there's brown Colombians and white Colombians. There's white Mexicans and dark Mexicans. Like, what the hell are you saying? You know? Yeah, it's it's pretty funny because, like, they started... 
<laughs> I knew I had them because I posted a picture of me deadlifting uh, 500 or a video of me deadlifting 515 pounds, I think it was. And then I posted a picture of me flexing shirtless. They're like, oh, well, you look good. It was in the middle of the argument. And they deleted that tweet. But I'm like, I got them here. Like, I got them dead to fucking rates. <laughs> Screenshot. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, once they said their that, brand that's... is built. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. So basically, like, I, I kind of reeled him in from there, and that's why I started swinging at him. And then uh, they they started calling me like a short king or something like that. I'm like, I'm five eleven. Like, why would you think I'm short? And then <laughs> um, I, I I quote tweeted them. And I said, someone's got to hold you bitches accountable. And that's when they fucking went off. They DM oh, me and everything. And they they were they were like, call your wife. They DM you. so but yeah they were like call your wife a bitch or something like that like oh hold your 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 wife's a bitch go hold her accountable i'm like yeah it's nothing to do with this like and and, like she knows what i'm doing right now i showed her the whole interaction she's like oh that's funny and like moved on about it because she's not in online unfuck 10 like some of these women yeah and um yeah well the thing is like it's it's like you see that there's no it's like they they have a box of just go-to responses no creativity like oh short king that's an insult like okay that's a tiktok word you know like you're on <laughs> we you know you understand and you 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 use tiktok as your form of getting and here's the biggest thing kyle it's just it's all indicative of people who live who their brain is on manosphere and they don't live in the real world that yep. they think that the internet is real right and that's why these women like that's why this girl doxed Rolo's daughter, unfortunately. And I hate talking about this, but it's a good example of like the yeah. online community. They want to make this online shit real. So the only yeah. way they can do that is to to do in real life things, right? Yeah. Like shit that has real life consequences. Right, exactly. So because they want to feel real, right? They want it to be real. And these people that are online a lot, kind of like they get first of all, there's an echo chamber, right? People don't challenge them ever. And when they do get challenged, they all like, hey, followers, best fan together and and, right. and make a final stand against the red pill. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like what the red pill is not the MCU. Like you're not <laughs> what? Well, yeah, you know what? And this shit always makes me laugh. Cause like I, I'm not specifically just red pill, but I will absolutely go to bat for the red pill 10 times out of 10, because look, I know you, I know Rolo. Rolo's did a favor for me. I mean, he played my band single on his show and yeah, I, I saw that. like, yeah. yeah. And like that shit, he's been my favorite author ever since I got his books, you know, probably five or six years ago. So, I mean that it's like blown my mind. The fact that I was, that he did that for me. Um, and every single interaction I've had with Rolo, very, very kind ryan stone has gone out of his way to boost me you know i've done you've had me on your show like everybody that i've interacted with from the red pill oh glenn lawrence too i can't for, or i forget glenn but like everybody that i've interacted with in this space has been more than fair more than kind and incredibly supportive of me even though i'm not just specifically red pill although i talk about red pill topics and then obviously in cognitive vigilance we do a lot more red pill topics um i'm going to stick up for you guys number one even you know in the middle of a political season i'm still going to be in touch with you guys because it's not yeah. th- this shit's way more important to me and i think it should be more important to people than politics because like what do you have if all you have is like a political ambition like what's more mm-hmm. important to me is the relationships that you have with like your 
you know, your workplace, especially like, you know, with your wife, your kids, stuff like that. Like that's way, that is infinitely more important mm -hmm. than any political bullshit. So that's why for me, you know, red pill relationships, health, that's way, way, way more important than any of the geopolitics stuff that I talk about, political stuff that I talk about. Once again, if you don't have your health, if you don't have good relationships, then like, what the fuck is all the political stuff for? Like, I don't see a purpose for it. If like your life is in shambles. Yeah, uh, it, it all starts with what you can change directly, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever, it's sad because I, maybe it's a millennial thing. We have a messianic complex, right? Where we think sure. that we were told since we were little that we are the, we are the, our, uh, like our generation is going to be the one to change everything for the better. That everything mm -hmm. before us was, was messed up and was working incorrectly. And we were the ones to kind of like wake wake the other generations up and change everything. And then we grew up thinking that, and then here we are. We got uh, forcefully pushed into the into the a well-oiled machine that was already working. Planes were already flying. Politicians were being elected. Everything was fine. And then we came in. We're just like, well, I guess we'll pretend we're doing stuff because we, we were told, right? So um, I'll give you an example. There's this, uh, really, there's this cute Dominican chick. She's a corporate girl that I met last year. And she's she's 31, you know, not the age of where she should be kind of like she should be probably thinking about finding a guy like now. Right. But what do I know? You know, um, went on a couple of dates with her and I knew I noticed something was off. Right. And women, when they get around their 30s, early 30s, they get a little weird. Right. It's it's like there's a lot going on with them in their life in terms of like the epiphany phase. Right. And, you know, a lot of guys have the revenge fantasy. And I always say, hey. Ryan says, like, every girl is going to stick the landing no matter what. I'm like, I kind of agree and I kind of disagree with that because yeah. I have seen what the wall is. And it's I like your some... perspective on this a lot. I yeah, I, I have seen it. Like, it's not like a TikTok, 30-second TikTok video where a girl is in tears because mm -hmm. she got rejected by one guy, right? It goes deeper than that, right? And I have seen what the wall looks like, you know, because I've, you know, I've dated women and I, and I, you won't like it. I, I promise. I tell guys like in your, we're, we're all talking about how we're going to be better than average. We have to improve, right? One of the greatest mindsets that you'll adopt along the way is you'll lose your entitlement, right? To everything. You're, you'll be like, I got to work for stuff. Like it's just the way it is. Over You're, contracts. Yeah. You'll, you'll, your burden of performance, you'll fully accept it, right? You should have accepted it when you were 18, but you know, we, we were, a lot of us were fooled. Uh, grew up were raised to be defective women so yes. you thought you just deserve things but um you get that hey i gotta work for the things i want in life and i gotta work mm -hmm. hard and sometimes i don't get the fair deal sometimes i get yeah you know and sometimes you get boosted in certain places but sometimes you get nerfed in certain places so right it is what it is either accept it or cry about it um and in terms of this girl like uh you know there was a big protest about the Palestine, the, the conflict over there. Yeah. And she's like 32 now. When I was dating her, um, she we would it was our third date, and I was like, Oh, I gotta make a move, you know. Um, so she she invited me back to her place. And I was like, Okay, so this, you know, things are going in my favor, you know. Um, and she gave me she's she served me a bottle of wine. She said, here, drink this. And I'm like, okay, she's getting me drunk. She's not drinking anything, but she's making, she's getting me drunk. And I, and I drove there. So I, 
I have to either stay there or I have to wait to sober up. So she, I don't know what she was doing. And then we, I sat next to her on the couch and I kind of just put my hand on her hand and she pulled away and I felt like she felt very uncomfortable. Right. And I'm like, okay, this is my, I got to get out of here. You know, like she, I'm good at reading body language. So I was like, let me get out of here. So I'm getting up to leave. And she's like, no, stay. You've been drinking. And I'm like, like, you don't want me to touch you, yet you're getting me drunk. Like, what's wrong with you? Right. That's what in my head, I started, started feeling very confused. Like, what is this? And then she said, just sleep in my bed and um, I'll see you in the morning. And I'm like, okay. So that happened. I, I'm like, either I, I drink and drive or I, you know, so I chose not putting my life in danger. Yeah. Fast, after that, we'd stop talking because I felt like something was up with this girl. Fast forward to yesterday. She's, she's posting uh, stories on her Instagram about being at this protest. Mm-hmm. She's posting her whole, every single stories of her traveling to a very far off country. She makes good money, right? She's a corporate girl. So that's the wall guys. It's, it's, the wall isn't just a 30-second clip of her crying on TikTok. The wall is a complex of consequences that happen from all the bad choices that no one in her life ever told her, hey, you shouldn't do that. You know? Mm-hmm. And like, think about it, guys. Girl hits 14, 15, 16. And from that point on, no one tells her, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. It maybe her dad, and then she gets a fight with her dad or something. Or maybe an ex-boyfriend said, Hey, you know, you shouldn't do this. She's like, ah, I can do better than you. And then she gets to 28 and people think it's about the looks. It's not the looks. There's a plenty of beautiful 30 year old women, right? Just, Absolutely. just look unhinged. They're, they're beautiful 30 year old women, right? Yeah. It's the things you hear from them in, on dates, right? That, that you're like, Jesus Christ, like, what, what are you okay? Like you, you, like there should be more therapy for women. Like I believe that th- more women should go to therapy because the things I've heard from their mouth and the th- the way they talk to me, I'm just like, holy crap. And you won't feel good. You don't go like, ha, I went on date with that girl and she's addicted right. to plastic surgery. Got it. Got her. So glad it, I'm, she's going through that. When you look into a real woman's eyes, not online, because in, in real time, you can see a woman's kind of like reaction, right? Um, you won't feel good. You won't feel like, hey, you know, screw these. You will feel like, why do we let? Why did we abandon women? We abandoned them. Why are we letting them do whatever they want? Right now, she's on a date with me. I have my hand in her hand is in my hand, and she's talking to me about how she wants to go get another surgery and that she feels inadequate because she doesn't have uh, big enough boobs. But she's on a date with me, like a guy that if she did the right things, I would wife her up. And I have to like, I'm just like, this is it. This is what the wall is. It's just not feeling enough. Yeah, it just is. It doesn't feel good. So as a guy, you need. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. To adopt these mental models of just like the revenge fantasy, got to get over it. It's not, you know, you won't feel good. It doesn't, it, it will make you sad. It will, I promise you. And, um, that's just one of the things like it's all every, all the guys talk about like fitness and game and all that stuff. But like the, this here, the, the way you think and see the perspective um, is what's really going to get you over the edge. Right. Because I know a lot of jacked, good looking guys that, you know, do do good with women, but their mental models are trash. Right. They want to hold women accountable after they get ghosted. Like, hey, why did you ghost me? You shouldn't do that. That's bad. And I'm like, dude, who <laughs> she taught you care. that? Yeah, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. Right. And it's just like the, the the what will put you up from like five percent, top five percent to top one is just the way you think. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. And um, to kind of piggyback onto that point as well, is that like as guys, we kind of have to face reality a little bit more. We're like, you know, if we're fat and ugly, we get very, very clear signals that something is not working. Mm-hmm. Um Whereas women, like, there's always a simp around the corner. And this is what I mean. Like, I'm sure you've probably seen a lot of my quote tweets, and I think you've probably done a lot too, where, like, you'll see a woman who is clearly fucked up in her life, but she sticks a landing every single time, kind of like Ryan says. Either mm-hmm. that or maybe, you know, some situations, like you said, like, you don't want to see people miserable and distraught. and You think you, know, you do. But yeah. you don't. You don't. Right. No, no. And, and like, I don't want that for people. Like, you know, the politicians that make our lives worse. Okay. We can make exceptions for them. But like, yeah, yeah. you know, like your neighbor and the people that you see at the grocery store, like, you don't want to see them miserable. Like, what kind of life is that to live where you're constantly waiting for not only validation, but like validation that what you're waiting for came true and that what you want to be true is somebody being miserable. Like that's no way to live. Like you should want to live life on your own terms aggressively and be as happy as jacked and tan as fucking possible. So that way, you know, you're not worried about other people being miserable. Like I'm sure you're the same way as me. Like I don't sit here and ponder and think like, well, I really hope this person has like a bad day. Like, no, I don't care the shit I say on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I may give people a hard time or something like that, but like, you know, I hope they go home at night and then, you know, have a good time with their family or the people that mean the most to them. Like that's what I care about, you know. Fucking get the fuck offline. Like when the most peaceful Latinas were beefing with me, they were getting all personal. I'm like, I, I don't care. Like this is like a kayfabe. This is just me building my brand. Yeah, on it's, Twitter. it's rest. It's pro wrestling, you know. Exactly. <laughs> it's pro wrestling. Yeah, just enjoy the ride. I'm, I'm. You were the most exciting thing to happen to them all day. They were probably bored <laughs> as hell. You know, they were probably getting texts from all their simps saying, "Hey, want to go out tonight?" You know. And they're like, oh, and then you started tweeting them. And then they're like, ooh, finally, some entertainment. <laughs> you know, and that's that's what we say in the Red Pill. Like, oftentimes when you approach a girl, you're often going to be the most important, most exciting thing that happens to them all day, right? Which is a positive mental model. And that's the point of the Red Pill, to give guys a positive identity, right? right. And the thing is, to do what I do, to do consults, to, to tweet, to, to do videos and all that, to make content, I have to understand these guys. And I have to understand myself. And I under, I 100% understand why these men are frustrated, why these men turn their frustration toward women um, and and other and guys like even towards guys like me that tell them, hey, don't be mad. It's 100% understandable. And the, you know what? They should go through a phase where, you know, they're frustrated, but you can't do that forever. Rage. Yeah, you, you can't stay there forever because those are years you will never get back. Right. Mm-hmm. You will never get those angry years back. You will constantly you will constantly 
look for content that reaffirms your worldviews and you'll get it. And, and let me tell you something. Whatever you search for on the internet, you'll find it. If you want, if you look up midget okay. porn, you will find midget porn. If you <laughs> if you look up people shitting on men, you, I promise you that you will hear the most messed up things. Right? Rad Femme hear- Hitler has about uh, what is it, thirty five thousand followers? <laughs> yeah, those are women and men that you know. Those are mostly women that just um, that they they just couldn't figure it out. Right? They they had a bad their lives were ruined by men, you know, maybe in their eyes and that they're having trouble coming to grips with how little they got out of their last relationships or how much it ruined their life. Right. Um, so you, we, there is a compassionate kind of side to me because I lived with these men and I had to lead these men and I had to, you know, I had to coach them to, to run nuclear reactors. And when I see people start punching down on these guys, I don't exactly think that's the best thing to do, right? I think what we need to do is be like that older brother, you know, that kind of like you have to show you care, but be hard on them, right? Like, yeah. like you know, like a like a squad leader, whatever, uh, a cool boss, right? Um, you need to call them out on their stupid thoughts that don't make sense, and also you need to show them too that women aren't so bad. And that the online world doesn't really reflect reality all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And the more and the less you live online, and the more you experience the real world in front of you, the more you'll be able to move on. Because that's what we want, is to move on. You don't want to be stuck, angry, watching Red Meat podcasts because some OnlyFans chick is making a lot of money on OF, um, and you're not. But let me tell you something. Let's say... For you guys that are studying engineering or starting uh, a STEM field or, or or someone important in society, whether it be like a mechanic, a mechanic like Kyle or something cool, like a musician like Kyle, too, something cool. Realize, <laughs> realize that everywhere you go in life and you tell people, yeah, I'm an engineer. Yeah, I'm a musician. People will be like, "Ooh, tell me more. The girls will be like, "Ooh, tell me more. Realize that those girls are going to have to tell the men they date and family functions and everything. Hey. I stick cucumbers up my butt for content. And do you want that? Do you really want, you know, like they, they you don't come from a normal childhood and, and do this stuff. Right. right. At least that's what I think. Cause I, I dated a girl where I found out she had one and I'm just like, Whoa. And then yeah. it made sense. It made sense right. with the way. And then another girl, I, I like matched on dating app. We went on a date. Um, she also had one. And I tell you, a lot of guys think that the OF stuff is like, you're going to be jealous or you're going to be, you know, full of rage. You know, it was, it made me cringe. Like, really? You really do this? You know, like, it, it, it was like, it was like finding out that someone's like meeting someone and then finding out that they're like not funny or they're just a, a big <laughs> loser. That's what it, that's what it felt like. Cause you know, as guys, we, we say a lot of things about girls should be submissive and, but, you know, a lot of guys also kind of want a girl that is like, you know, someone that they could present to their mom. Hey, mom, yeah. she's a nurse. Hey, mom, she's a uh, she's a uh, let me see. Uh, she works for the she works for the federal government or, you know, yeah. someone that like is integrated into society that is participating in society actively yeah. and doing something. Right. Um, that's not to say that there's nothing anything wrong with mothers that stay at home and and focus on children that's that's also i think a noble job right but 
uh, it's hard for me as a guy who who is has a normal job and a normal life to just look at a girl and be like, "This is my girl." She, yeah, <laughs> you know, she, she's like, all over the internet. If you know what I mean, <laughs> right? But at the same time, I'm not mad at them. They made their choices, yeah. and you know, I've even met a adult film actress at my gym. I, I tell the story sometimes too. She was the most modestly dressed girl at the gym. She had big baggy pants and maybe a a, a, a gym shark top, and she was getting after. She was there for the gym, like she she. And then I would see guys go, go up to her all the time and be like, and point out older older weird dudes. And I'm like, what is who is this girl? And then one day the gym was empty and we were doing the back machines, the back row machines, and she takes the machine next to me. The gym is empty. So I'm like, I got to talk to her. Like, it's awkward if I don't. So I talked to her, spit a little game. She chuckled. And then I feel like she got up after her set and just looked at me to see if I was going to ask for a number. And I didn't. Sorry, guys. But um, she was. it just seemed like she was a normal person. Like, she, yeah. you know. And then I went on uh, my gym's, like, Instagram page one day. And, you know, sometimes they have those backdrops with the gym logo so people can take yeah. pictures. I saw her. I'm like, oh, that's that girl. And then I, I saw she was tagged. And then I kept digging and i went to instagram profile and then finally to her twitter i'm like oh <laughs> she's a mainstream mm -hmm. actress yeah damn well there's that <laughs> and it it, it kind of like it's like seeing a circus freak show not that she you know like a circus like going to the circus and then seeing one of the clowns or one or the lion tamer or anyone in the back smoking a cigarette talking normal like just being normal yeah. tired adult right that's what it felt like. i'm like wow this really it, like pornography and, and of and all that stuff and and red meat podcast it's all really a circus and real life is real life at the end of the day so yeah well you know it, it, it kind of to your point there um for her to be working her ass off at the gym i mean her job kind of depends on it mm -hmm. you know what i respect anybody that decides to go into the gym and work their ass off so you know more power to her but you know we don't one thing that's always been good about red pill praxeology for me is just kind of like understanding things for the way they are mm -hmm. like you don't have to and this is kind of why i think like um ryan has said a lot of people in the red pill may pivot over to politics because like we're good at kind of taking a fifty thousand foot view and not getting sucked into all the kayfabe and getting emotional about it um i think you much like myself have been able to kind of watch the way that people interact specifically on twitter and even outside of political stuff and just say like oh they're doing this for attention like a lot of the videos that go viral whenever you see something with like a million views on it generally my impression is they more than likely just did this for attention like mm -hmm. very very few things go viral that aren't engineered or specifically posted to go viral mm -hmm. there's a formula there's always a formula yes. um uh you know there's always a way you know we the the whole online thing has been around for so long that people are starting to pick up on when the right time to post how to make a video what to say what not to say how to get people's attention and, and people are, are they sell their soul they like i have to become viral at any at any uh at any cost right because right now if you live online a lot to a lot of young guys and women too the only way to get uh to be happy and have friends and have people like you and to have a good girlfriend is to be clouded is to have a following right that's the only way um and I, i'm here to tell you that i don't even have 600 followers on my personal account on on uh instagram now does that mean that 
having good social media pictures is bad. No, actually, it helps tremendously, you know. But what I'm saying is that um, social media is a buffer for rejection, right? A lot of times for, for men and women, too. Um, you you send a DM out, you get a match, and someone, if you, they don't, they ghost you or they don't answer. Cool. You don't, you know, it's not, you're not feeling that rejection in your face. Right. Yeah. What's going to toughen you up as a man in terms of women is going out there and getting rejected. Yes. And whether it be in your face, soft rejected, that's going to what's going to set you apart. Because also you stop taking it personally, you know, mm-hmm. because it, it, it's good. It gets crazy because one week you'll uh, you'll uh, approach a chubby girl. You're like, OK, she's there. I guess she's cute. You chub her. She's like ill or she's like, oh, I'm good. And then the next week you'll you'll approach a, a hot eight out of ten and she'll giggle and laugh and touch your shoulder and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You're just like, wait, what the heck? Last week, wait, wait, SMV and Cloud and Money Muscles game and all this stuff. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> it's all a function of time and place and logistics more than it is a function of your value. Obviously, you need social skills. There's there's level, there's uh you have to pay the price of entry to to talk to women, which is basic hygiene, um, basic know how to dress, basic uh, um social skills. You know when to leave a conversation, when to start a conversation. But after that's after you got that down a little bit, just a little bit, you don't need to be mystery guys. Um, then you can start going out there and you start learning things. And that's what I hate about these scientists and these researchers now and the trad cons and all these people. Because, like I said, Kyle, earlier today, they're not the man in the arena. Like, like t- the Teddy Roosevelt speech, remember that speech where he talks about like it's not the guy. Who is, who's in the stands, you know, have, critiquing everything that the guy in the arena is doing, the boxer, the gladiator, the whatever, right? It's the guy who's getting beat up constantly every day. He gets up, goes to get beat up, and comes back, and he's just going through it. He's the guy that knows what it is, right? So you can make charts and stuff about, oh, if, if you're specifically 29 through 32, you'll have a th- 37% chance of getting with someone that's five. You know, like, that doesn't help anyone. You don't yeah. no amount of statistics is, is gonna help you with your level of testosterone sitting in front of a beautiful girl with her cleavage out. You're like fighting for your life not to stare at her cleavage. She's giggling. <laughs> no amount of research is gonna help you in that situation. You have to, you're alone. You have to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have notes, we trade notes. We'll say, hey, um, hey, when she does this, do this, or this means that when she does this, you you can remember those things, but when you're in front of a girl. It's like Mike Tyson says, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And that's how the game is. That's exactly it. Well, one thing that you also said a little bit there earlier, not exactly, but um, getting zeroed out, I think is actually, I don't want to say important, but I think necessary for guys. So I'm going to group chat with a bunch of younger guys and um, they're all libertarians. They're very traditionally minded, but I'm like, I think you guys need the experience of a girl that you think you love and that you really want to date and having her cheat on you with your best friend like mm-hmm. i once again i don't think this is a good experience but i think it's a very necessary one to have you understand what can happen and it's not that every woman will it's that any woman can and what are you going to do about it you will not be able to do anything you'll get zeroed out and you recover from it and then when you bounce back from that if you allow it you will absolutely be better for it but i think some guys unfortunately you know a, a, fair share of guys don't bounce back from it but it's you know what you do after that that, that's so important right well 
the biggest thing I will say is that whenever someone adopts a way of thinking, especially a new one, and they fully accept and there's a community behind it, whether it be um, Republican, Democrat, rich, middle class, um, red pill is not an ideology, but let's say you're new to it and that's what you see it as. Um, whatever uh, religion, tradcon, whatever kind of like set of values that you have dog ideology, whatever, you tend to think you can control the universe, that you are the cho- that you, your people are the chosen people and you can control the universe, right? That you suddenly, now that you know this ideology, all your problems are fixed, you're on the right side of history. And I can tell you, on January 6th, Twitter was really, really wild place. There were people having mental <laughs> breakdowns because reality hit them in the face. Even me, I was like, what the heck's going on? Where it was like, hey, because you we were winning for so long does not mean you'll win forever. Does not mean mm-hmm. that, you know, and people kind of like realize like just because you're a red pill does not mean you control the universe, right? right. And that is the biggest thing we say is that um, – you have to make yourself your mental point of origin. That means being selfish. And that means not setting yourself on fire for others. Right. There were people yeah. that went to January 6th who are in jail now, you know, and, and what good for, are you doing there? For, and it didn't do. Yeah. You didn't do any good. Obviously maybe in that moment you thought you were doing something for the country. Great. But there, you know, if, if you were more selfish, you would have waited and would have been like, hold on, this could be a trap. I ain't putting myself on the line and you could have been, Living your life free, wouldn't have to be in jail or doing all this stuff for for as long as you did. Right. Right. And the thing is, like, more men need to. It's scary. It's scary. And this is this is another thing that will put you, even if you're not as jacked as the next guy or rich, being your own mental point of origin is the like is the it's like you'll become an assassin in life. Right. Because your ears will prick up every time someone says something that's outside of outside of your frame. Right. If someone says a real man would do that, you'd be like, oh, hold, hold on, hold on. I'm pretty sure I'm a real man. It's right? manipulation. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm a real man. I Last time I checked, uh, genetically, I'm a real man. And like testosterone levels are like, I'm a man. Like, I am a real man. Like, I'm real. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not fake. That the, your, your ears will prick up because you'll realize like everyone's trying to pull you out of your own mental point of origin constantly. Right. If I say online, like, hey. Girls prefer older guys. They'll throw stats. They'll throw this. They'll they'll shame me, whatever. And I'm like, just because you say that I'm wrong doesn't mean I'm wrong, even though I'm getting the things I want. If I say, hey, girls prefer older guys, it's because I myself went and proved it. And I said, hey, guys, check this out. If you do the things you need to do, if you stay jacked and you, you, know, you learn a little game and you, you, know, you keep on the gas pedal on life you don't give up in your 30s you know girls will like that my number one complaint of women that i date that are like 25 is that young guys don't plan dates they don't lead mm-hmm. so what do they do now they have hinge they can filter for more attractive older men that are in their 30s and those guys are cleaning up yep. we're it statistically it shows that we're cleaning up now do they get married mm-hmm. to guys their age yeah because they have to because Older guys, well, I'm not going to be like, okay, first 25 year old, because if you can get one, you can get two, and if you get two, you can get four, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and and the thing is that I I'm not going to settle with just any woman. Like I'm not going to be like, you know. So basically, the whole world is trying to take you out of your mental point of origin, out of what you want, and be like, hey, you know, you're a man, and you have to serve, and you have to set yourself on fire to keep us warm, right? What are you doing? You're just like, no, 
I society's running just fine. The infrastructure is just fine. I think I'll do whatever I want to do. And it turns out that sometimes what I want to do helps everyone. But I have to. I can only put my mask on before I help someone else when the planes when the planes uh you know crashing or whatever. You got to put your mask on before you help someone else. And that's just that's another thing that will get you in terms of self improvement. But it's so scary. It's the scariest one, right? It's the scariest one because a lot of guys have been taught their whole life that they live for others and that right. their needs and their wants, right? You tell a guy, there's a guy that I tell him like, hey, that's a nice girl. Like, uh, she's cute. Um, how old is she? And I'm like, you're like, uh, or I'll say she's 23. And they're like, oh my God, dude, 23. Oh my God. And I'm just like, yeah, she can go to war, dude. You know that, right? She can go to war. She has to pay taxes. She has to show up to work. She can become homeless. You know, she can go to jail for life. Like she is an adult. Her vote counts just as much as mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, and then over, over time, they're just like, dude, you guys are cool. Like she's so cool and chill. And I'm like, yeah, turns out, you know, like people died for this. People died for their ability to do these things, you know? So let's take advantage of it because there are countries and places where women have to date older men. By law, or because financially, you know, if they don't, they'll die. But here in this great country, we can do these things voluntarily. And it turns out that also on top of that, that hey, um, no one, no one cares really. Online they do, but no one sees me on the street with a young girl and it's just like, hey, you two, stop that. No one, zero, ever. No matter how hard they try. And that's why I always tell these people online that try to shame me, what's your plan to stop me? What's your what are you gonna do? Like <laughs> You know, yeah, I've I've always liked that mindset of, um, you know, you can only be shamed if you are willing to accept the shame, and then generally that's kind of what I'm seeing from a lot of like the right wing and trad cons that they want to shame you to their mm -hmm. beliefs to vote for them, and like I think it's probably largely because we're outside of like the left sphere because mm -hmm. like that's just we don't run in those circles right i mean you're an ex-military guy so generally like i said the left wing kind of stays away from us i'm a mechanic i'm in rural pennsylvania so yeah we don't um, even see not, them all the time yeah it, exactly so like we're only going to get shamed by the traditionally minded people telling us that we're not living up to their expectations and hey you better go vote for trump because you know he's gonna save our country it's like well like first of all no and second of all even if he does if you're a bum now you're not going to be a bum if anybody say or you're still going to be a bum if somebody comes in and saves the country so what you have to do is provide for you and like you said be your own mental point of origin and realize that you know you can only be manipulated if you're willing to accept the shame that people try to place on you and you know i i the concept of mental point of origin is so important because as a guy like you said you should always want to put yourself first because only then will you really be able to help other people out to the maximal ability and mm -hmm. like if i didn't go to the gym four days a week if i didn't you know have my diet on point if i didn't you know do everything that i do then like everything that's around me right now would not be able to function the way that it does mm -hmm. and that's the way that people need to i think guys in particular need to look at their lives that like hey you need to be the best you for you not for anybody else but so that way you know you're on top of things and you don't put up with bullshit from other people. Yeah. Um, it's tough. It's the literally the scariest thing in self-improvement for men is to finally let go, right? And and it's like it's like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? It's scary because you may be in a relationship and you may be like, wait, I've always been in relationships because that's what like all my friends did and my parents, you know, yes. and all that. But 
I might want to just play the field for a little bit, you know, and just enjoy women and just be a degenerate and go to Mexico and do hookers and blow. And, you know, or you may be the opposite. Maybe you've always played the field and you're just like, you know, you know, I, I kind of want to settle. I want to find a good girl. Like, what do you want? Right. And that's the beauty of the red pill is that it's not about the red pill. It's about you. It's about you. And that's what guys hate because they want to bring everyone into their own life to like agree with them. They need that validation. Right. They need, they need, mm-hmm. They need val- it was just something that men were taught to be like defective females that we need validation for our choices, you know. Right. Like, like I don't like with all due respect, Kyle, I don't need you to tell me that I'm doing the right things. I think I got it. <laughs> right. Um, and and vice versa, you don't need me to tell you, hey, you know, like you should do this. No, I think we got it, right? Obviously, if you come to me for advice or something and be like, Okay, this is what I would do, bro. But yeah. for the most part, um, when you're living when you're living life the way you want. You don't need to go online to get confirmation from other people, right. right? It just works. And that's that's the biggest difference. If you want to become a guy that's like a red pill masterpiece, a guy that, you know, that even the godfather himself would be like, you know, like, good congratulations, man. You have to read read the stuff, right? Don't do the podcast. Like, read. Like, read the books. Read. Sit down and read. Highlight and all that stuff. Um, all the guys have great books out, and they're still putting books out. They're all good. Um, and then ask yourself, how can I use this to make my life better? Not how can I be more like Rolo or Nuke or Ryan or Kyle? No, no. How can I be, how can I use this to make my life better? Right. And there are things that will not serve you. Right. There is a, there is a Reddit forum where it's married red pill. If you're not married, it doesn't apply to you. Right. Because I can, I can walk away from my relationship. However, there are forums that talk about game and, and approaching. And um, there are content creators that talk about spinning plates. That will help you learn from them. Not in a gurus, please save me. In a, oh, dude, cool. I didn't know that. Thanks for the tip. You know, like, thanks yeah. for the tip. Right? I didn't know that. And that's that's how you, this, this how this works. People, guys are too dumb. They, they, they're looking for a model. They're looking for a role model. I'm like, dude, you have to be your own hero. You know, you don't need anyone to save you. Trust me, you don't need you don't need a politician. You don't need your dad. You don't need your friends. You don't need, you know, your women aren't aren't gonna change for you, right? You either you either um, adapt or die. And the thing is, a lot of guys are choosing to like give up, which is great for me. <laughs> it's great for me, but <laughs> at the same time, you know, I understand. I understand the other side. I understand the frustration. I understand that it's tough to go online and to see your favorite movies become feminized and turn into fempowerment. It's tough to go on Twitch and and all you see are women with thousands of views and follows with their boobs out playing a video game, right? Um, it's tough. It's tough to go online and, and to see women kind of say the most messed up things about men. And like you just came back from your job and you're tired and you just turn on Twitter or YouTube and you just see some of the most egregious crap about you and you're just like wait i have nothing to do with this girl why am i why am i evil right yeah. but then the, the, at the same time if you get mad if you get wrapped up into that stuff they win they want mm-hmm. you they win there's nothing that a woman wants than confirmation that you are a loser which is why they say open up to your feelings you know hey um you're an incel argue with me you're like you here just say this yeah i am an incel you know, I haven't had sex for three hours or something like that. You play around, be playful. That's how you win. And those women understand that those women are still women and they still want alphas. 
And here's the saddest part. I want you guys to really look in my eyes when I say this. When a girl online complains about men aren't stepping up or there's too many incels or incel this, what she's saying is, I am tired of sharing alphas. Because scientifically and mathematically speaking, if men aren't stepping up to marry her, she has to share alphas. Like, there is no other way out of this. Either she's celibate for years, and we know that women aren't really celibate. Um, She has to share alphas. It's one or the other, right? You're either settling or sharing alphas. The data supports it. My personal experience supports it. And guess what? That's not a cool place to be in either. Do guys do not get wrapped up with what people say online about you, right? You understand you. Your mom and your dad and your brother and your friends know who you are. Do you know who you are? Because if you don't know who you are, you got to figure that out right now. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean, it's the same way I look at nutrition research. Like, do I need to know anything about keto recovery? No, because I'm not a keto guy anymore. Do I need mm-hmm. to know more about carnivore research? No. Okay, well, what nutrition sciences will help me, you know, get as strong and jacked and raise my metabolic rate as high as possible while, you know, building as much lean mass as possible? Um, that's the way you should look at a lot of this information when it comes to dating, intersexual dynamics. What is going to be useful and applicable to my life? versus what's not if it's not don't use it like you said the married red pill if you're not right married who gives a shit um you know if you want to spin plates then okay well you know go to the reddits go to the channels find the people the content creators the books whatever that's going to support you and what you're doing mm-hmm. and that's why i think the beauty of all this is um nuke this is absolutely fantastic conversation dude we will definitely do it again we got to get you on cognitive vigilance um go ahead give me yeah, let me know where people could find you and everything all right, guys. Well, uh, uh, thanks, Kyle, for having me on. Um, you guys can find me on uh, Twitter, uh, Kaleo Nuclear. I, I put the link tree in the chat. And also on YouTube, uh, Kaleo Nuclear. Everything else is Nuclear Kaleo, Twitch, uh, Instagram, Patreon, and all that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, guys, catch me Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. I do shows where I talk about uh, game, why women do this, red pill stuff. Sometimes I do banter whatever, whatever you guys want to ask, throw me a super chat and I'll like, I will go, I will spend 30 minutes answering your questions. Cause I guys, I really care. I, I know I have been, I have had to live with men and bunks above and below me who were on their last string who were on their last lifeline in terms of like their mental health. And I know what the other side of this is. And I tell you guys, like everyone loves to talk about men's health and men's problems. I tell you right now, they don't care. Only you can care. I, I care a little bit because I'm like, I saw it, but only you can care. So that's my final statement. Thanks for having me on, Kyle. Beautiful, Nuke. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, take care.